and Mr. Flory. I love it when you when you fake it in the beginning, and then I I just miss my own hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the level okay. I'm I'm operating at. I do like so your coat, Flory. I like your coat. Hmm? I like your coat. Yeah, I'm freezing. I'm doing that. I'm still got like that thing where I'm just like now I'm this cold old person that can't like do anything. You're here with us with the Vice Press Open Channel. I'm James Henshaw, and I'm with as ever Matt Ferguson, Flory, yeah. and Tom from Drop. How is everybody doing? What's up? Fucking idiot. Doing okay. <laughs> I got uh, summer break now. School's out for summer. Yeah, yeah. lazy teachers, mate. Lazy teachers. This is what I'm That's dealing with as well. I've got the kids off school. Three weeks. What do you need that for? It's the middle of You're the welcome. year. You haven't even done. You haven't even done. You had two years off. You haven't done anything. Like they're dumb as dog shit. These kids. Let's get. Let's get back into the classroom. We'll dock their pay. I say. That's my rant. <laughs> so you have a three no, week. No, no. You have a three week break in summer. Then, like now, you're going Winter. into. Winter. winter, your winter. We have two. We have it. We have ter- like I don't know. Yeah, we have a four terms, right? Which go from Feb first to I don't know, what, half a week before Christmas, and then in between there. So it's like four terms broken up. You have two weeks, two week yeah. breaks, and then the big six week one over summer. But we have our school has three in for the middle one because we're a private school. <laughs> so here's a question: so The more you, you pay, think- the less they go. Do you ever think we'll get this intro right where it doesn't seem forced and uh, and, and no. fake and as professional? No, I don't. Nope. No, no, no. So we're recording oh, this episode a bit earlier than we promised, which is better to have more than less, I guess, because we've all seen Thor, Love and Thunder. So we thought, being the nerds that we are, that we would, rather than talk about it on um, on Facebook and all of that stuff, we'd, we'd jump on and record something so both of our listeners can uh, listen to our opinion <laughs> on it as well. Um, so, you know... <laughs> so hi both of you so uh Ron, yeah, super, caitlin yes yeah, super prescient Ron super caitlin. timely uh who wants to kick off um who wants to talk about thor love and thunder that's what we're going to talk about episode 16 we've all seen it uh it's friday here now uh so what is it love or thunder it's love and thunder love and thunder no i mean like or in terms of all. like like like, oh, shut the fuck up. Is it more in the love end or more in the thunder? <laughs> well, I like, I like this movie. The the highs of it are like top end Marvel slash just cool sci-fi stuff. And then there's a few bits that don't work as well. That's still fine. Still work fine in my, in my opinion. But it's it's obviously uh, like a Marmite movie with people. Yeah. I can see why it's so polarizing. I fucking loved it. I thought... It was probably my third favorite standalone Marvel film. Um, There's a few I... qualifiers there. That's like yeah. <laughs> you got to rate everything because I said I said I loved it, and the first like thing is somebody like, "Where do you rate it in the other Marvel movies?" I'm like, I didn't think I hadn't thought about that. I just like it. No, yeah, that's yeah. one of those things. That, that's an eight years ago question, like when you could go, "Oh yeah, a bit better than Ultron," like, or something like that. When it was like you know, eight movies, ten movies, or something. Now that there's thirty six properties or something, or whatever, yes. including the shows, it's so much harder now. I reckon thirty nine like, films, is it now? 
I think films is like what? There's not that many. Like, 29. I think we're 20, 25 was Shang-Chi and then I don't know. Oh, okay. more? Yeah. You put all the shows and it's just that's like a lot of a lot of ranking to do. But um I thought the movie was really good. Like I don't I just um skipped out and saw it by myself, which is always I find the best thing to do, just on opening night, completely packed house. And if you if you told me people walked out and not liking it, I don't know who the fuck they were, but because that place was going off, like they, everyone loved it, um, and me included. So, yeah, but fun movie. Fun movie. Isn't isn't it all about expectations for the people? I think that's the the big problem here. Yeah, and I yeah, think it hit me as well. The expectations. It's mm. the same as it's the same as Doctor Strange. Not not quite as much as that because obviously they that one people were upset that there wasn't enough multiverse stuff. Because that it was called the multiverse, and that, but that's not what it was about. Anyway, uh, but yeah, you're right. It's because people are going in and they're expecting a certain thing, mm. and then when it's not that, see why they might get upset. But I, I, I really liked the um, romance. The love. Do you, Do you think there's a lot of people now that are kind of waiting for these films to set up a bigger, a bigger story? Um, and a bit of uh, like what the Marvel films used to do, yeah. and kind of there were more, there were more concerned, or there was a, not more concerned, but there was a big, um, there was a big push on what's going to come next and what this is a bigger part of. Whereas things like Multiverse of Madness and this, um, oh, we should say really straight from the go, there's going to be spoilers all the way through. So if yeah, you haven't spoilers, seen spoilers, spoilers Thor from Love now, Thunder, don't listen to this because we're going to spoil <laughs> the shit out of it. Come um, back and listen later. So you might yeah. actually understand what we're talking about. Caitlin and who's the other one, Flory? If you two Ron. 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 Hey, sorry, Ron. If you've not watched it, you can't watch this now. Yeah, you've got to mm. wait. One person watching. Uh, th- it's a very insular. It's very apart from the kind of sting at the end, which was really cool. We'll come on to that in a bit because I, as a fan of that character and that person who's playing that character, I thought that was that was that was great. <laughs> yeah. um, Brett Goldstein playing Hercules. I thought that was that was you know full on spoilers straight up. I thought that was great. Um, but there is it, it's a very self-contained film. Like like Multiverse of Madness was kind of it took it had carryover from one division and carry on from other bits. But actually in itself, I don't. It's very kind of nice and self-contained. Like Shang Chi was self-contained. And I was saying this to Matt yesterday. I think we're in in going into the age now of Marvel films that Marvel films as a whole have been quite broad in their appeal. And I don't know whether that's been deliberate by design or just as it is, but, and that's been a good thing and they've been very good, but now we seem to be entering the age of the Marvel film where actually like, fuck it, just let's really fully embrace these filmmakers and what they're wanting to do and make self-contained genre films, which I really dig. I mean, so far yeah. Shang-Chi is a Kung Fu film and all that kind of stuff, which I like, um, like those films and you've got the horror stuff and the Sam Raimi stuff with multiverse. So, so far it's catered to me quite nicely, middle-aged nerd. Um, whereas Eternals tried it and it didn't work for me. I didn't. It was I think very- there's an interesting abundance of these self-contained things, which is, yeah. How well is it gonna, is it working or how well is it not? Because, you know, we've, been conditioned to think that everything ties into everything and but there was a lot of complaints about that constantly then there's now there's a lot of self-contained stuff that's not directly leading into anything mm-hmm. and it's well i don't like that it's not tied into anything and i think we need to be prepared too that now that there are so many films however many there are and so many shows and all this sort of stuff it's not all going to be for you and that's fine 
And I think it's by design that way. There are going to the whole point is that there can be one for anyone. You might just like in a couple of years' time, you're going to might like the kung fu arm or the magic arm or the space stuff or whatever, and that's fine. You don't have to like all of it. Uh, we also see these things, I think, and my, uh, MCU. The MCU is one of my very favorite things, right? Um, I don't like every single bit of it. It doesn't all work as well as I think that it should. But we also have this like candy coated like view of the thing. I've just gone through with the kids and watched from Iron Man one to Avengers because we all had COVID last week and we had nothing else to do. And I thought, oh, they're they're the right age. We'll do that. They're simple films, and they are very simple films. And they're not as good as you think they are. So anyone that says Iron Man, Iron Man one is the best one, fuck off. It's just not. It was made early. There's a lot of awkwardness about it. It's still a good movie. You can still like it. But if you come out and tell me that, like, fucking, I don't know, that Iron Man 1 is better than Thor Ragnarok, which I'm pretty sure I saw an argument for that the other day. I'm like, it just isn't. It's just not a better movie. It doesn't matter. You can think say that it is, but, like, objectively it isn't. And a lot of these films aren't amazing. They're just fun. And you can like them. That's fine. Or you can not. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I like them. For the most part, I like them, and I like the shows for the most part as well. I agree I agree with you on that point, and I think that's the thing that people have to realise. Going back to what you were saying about expectations, Tom, people think that there kind of seems to be this expectation now that every film has to be better than the last film, and it has to kind of do that. And I don't think that's the case. You've got to take them as an entertainment value. And Taika Waititi, I think, is a good enough writer and a good enough director that everything in this film, I think, is deliberate. I don't think he's mm-hmm. misstepped and I don't think he's kind of necessarily done stuff. I think he's kind of he knows that certain parts are going to be polarizing. And I think he knows that certain parts aren't going to be for some people in the tone and things. But it's kind of like, fuck it, this is what I want to do. And this is what I think is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh, the so storm good. I was calling you who who are. It was so funny. Anyone that doesn't like that is just like, <laughs> come on, that's just so funny. The, the, it's like his two girlfriends and the and the new one's jealous of the old one. That's yeah, just oh, it's Israel James. Yeah. It was fun. But um, I, I was more on expectations, not of being better, but uh, my expectations were in, in, in terms of the storyline that I that, that were missing since phase four, that I want this interconnectedness, what like what Marvel gave me in the beginning, like a serial, serial cinema. Um, and I, mm-hmm. as they announced it as phase four, so I thought there is going to be more. I, I, I mean, I hope it, this will pay out in the end. And if I rewatch it, I will get something out of it in terms of the, 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 the whole content. But uh, right now, I'm not feeling it from the latest movies where they want to yes. go. I mean, it looks like like God stuff in terms of like Eternals. Mm. We had we had Eternals reference in uh, in there, like as, as Celestials, and we had uh, obviously the, all the other gods in there. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, thought that right. Was... I think it's going to be a great big pink and purple planet eater and the fantastic four are going to get involved and that's what it's going to be and they're just not showing that yet and there's all these other big super powered beings that are like uber powerful and they're not going to be able to stop that big pink and purple dude if if phase two went for eight ten years that's where we are now that's part of the problem is that it's like we're kind of in the building and kind of like still 
we're expanding, like, as you say, with the God part and the, the celestials and like we're opening up still so that we can eventually have uh, something large that fits. And the, it's just a, it's just a problem of having to do that. And they're obviously planning it longer, like the infinity saga itself. Like, how long did that take all up? Like 12, 10, 12 years. So that was like, bang. Okay. It's done they burnt like so much content there and then they ended the thing, which is great because it, it gave us what we all needed, which was a journey and an ending. If they, if I had to sat down and said, right, well, we've got to do that again. It's got to be bigger. It's got to bring in more characters. It's got to have way more threads and it has to go for 15 years. Yeah. We'd be right now. We're still in that little bit at the start. So what's your mm -hmm. question, Tom? Uh, my question was, what you want to say? crazy spoiler stuff uh, uh at the end when we see uh when we are at eternia or with this 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 being that is like the shape it looked a little bit like a Eternity, mix yeah. between the watcher and galactus yeah it was mm -hmm. very comic book that. Yeah. that was one of the best looking um visuals that they've had in any of the movies when the reflection and then it, you realized oh it was the girl with the hair yeah. And then I, know, I know it sounds it was in real life. I was just like, that was just brilliant. I know it sounds Isn't... really stupid, but I was like tearing up at the visual of yeah. eternity. Like, because that's just it is from the comics. Like, it just it's straight yeah. from it. Isn't it also like a Spider Spider Man uh, multiverse version uh, that has a suit that looks like that? I'm not sure, oh, but who knows? It's like some of the Madam Web stuff in there and that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. It's that, it's that Kirby style. Sucks. It's like Kirby style <laughs> uh, cut out. And then you know, like you one step away from Kirby Crackle. It was just it was awesome. Yeah. Mm. They do seem to be going they go Flory, you mentioned it, and Matt, you just kind of mentioned it as well. The going back to when the MCU started. You didn't in Iron Man, Iron Man 2 and things like that. You didn't have very much of this kind of big bad building. It was, if anything, super, super subtle. Um, but it ramped up towards the end of those phases. That's what mm -hmm. we've kind of in the period of now. It's kind of but people still want the pace of the latter part of those phases. Mm -hmm. However, I think I do think if you're paying attention and what I've noticed a lot in multiverse and in Shang-Chi and in Eternals, is this imagery these celestials the eternals this they all business. they all look like fucking Galactus at the end of the day guys and stuff and they're all like his children or something aren't they it's, that's yeah that's where we seem to be going and like with the introduction of these kind of uber powered people like um like miss marvel and captain marvel and shang chi and now hercules and stuff like that and there's i don't know i don't want to spoil things for films that haven't come out but obviously there's something that's been kind of leaked or around what's happening with black panther you've got those kind of things that are starting to build up now that are kind of building this next generation of avengers that can theoretically take on these kind of things so we're building up to we're building up mm -hmm. to that again so is it, it it's just that the pace is different we've gone back to the pace of that story to the start of marvel because we're building a new team we've still got that through thread of these characters but we're kind of building on top of that now is my yeah. my thought I'm, i, I, I mean, you know it, people aren't going to agree with me and i'm cool with that it took four years when uh, when they announced uh, thanos in the in the end credit scene like from 2008 till 2012 when Avengers came out. I think that was the first one, right? When we heard about Thanos yeah. and then we knew you kind see of what him at was the going end, on. At the end of Avengers, yeah. That's exactly. The, yeah, and I then, think... so what, what's that, 2012 to 2018? Yeah. When, no, he, when 
Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, another the, the six years it, yeah. to actually do the whole thing. So I like not... that they're doing something different with this. It, like you say, there's lots of similar imagery across the films in terms of the way the, the magic is working and the way like things graphically look. Mm. And it's like a, a, a DNA. It's obviously designed on purpose to be that way, like the horns on the helmets and stuff and the, oh, 100%. the watches and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But I think it's 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 they're just approaching it differently, and it's more of a sort of um, yeah, pretty subtle yeah, they, thing. And then they're gonna go boom. And they're yeah. also going out there in terms of like what what else is to come, like with Secret Wars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We we're going more and more into the space uh, basically, and like into yeah. the, out of the galaxy there, and um, looking at uh, other perspectives. And I think that is yeah, probably opens the door for uh, what's his face, the uh, the annihilation guy. It looks like Ultron bug thingy. Is it Nihilus? Is it called Nihilus? Mm, I'm not sure actually. Mm. I Can think it'll just, go, it'll just goes to Galactus. It doesn't really matter. It, it, that's yeah. where it's, it's going to go. Can I mean, we yeah, talk about multiple choices. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, Flash Gordon, Kroll, Never Ending mm. Story, yeah. Goonies, Masters, of the, Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe. It was hella those movies. And See, they're cheesy and corny and not good. Mm. But in that way, they are good. And this movie's like that. It doesn't, it's it's really like camp and kitsch yeah. and cool. And I, I love that. I really respond to that kind of thing in a film. That's why I like Flash Gordon is one of my favorite movies. What was is your it... most favorite part in the movie? Um, Just one quick thing. There's a, there's a lot of similarity actually between the way that... Um, Doctor Strange 2 really leans into the camp of Raimi style and the horror aspects and stuff, and the way that this leans into, like you say, about the the Flash Gordon of it all. Yeah. It's interesting that both of them have really kind of sort of seemed to nudge a certain person the wrong way. Yeah. There's two things I keep thinking about with the movie is is obviously love, the character at the end. Chris Hemsworth's daughter as well. She's we just like, perfect, yeah. like beyond perfect. <laughs> And how that ties in with gore, and it made me cry, and it was really, really, really good. Um, and then w randomly is the cage that's also like a weird shadow beast that the kids get put in. <laughs> it's just so f awesome. I just love it. It was so Willow. Like if that shit was yeah, around, it's just it, like crawl like, and like weird stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Some, some of the visual and some of the design through the film, like whether you like it or not, and whether the the actual like CG of, of whatever character on screen was good at that moment, it doesn't matter. Um, the I think the ideas behind it all was so cool. Like the fact that coloured light, like or light in general, bringing colour back to this yeah. void that colour is scared mm -hmm. to go to or whatever. I'm like, that's fucking cool. That's just cool. Yeah. When he started at the start, he started extending those shadows and I'm like, oh, this is weird. And then they started to like grow in a third dimension. I was like, this is sick. <laughs> like and it's got, like it just swung me around. Arms. Um, Eyeballs, yeah, so teeth, just everywhere. It's like um, awesome sort of um, other and dimensional they, stuff. It's they almost look like they were animated at a different frame rate sometimes too, like they were stop motion or something. Yeah. It was like, it was wild. Henry Selleck, Tim Burton-esque kind of thing, wasn't yeah, it? In Flash, but, in Flash yeah. Gordon, I've always loved the Hawkman, right? Brian Blessed and his Hawkman. They've got rubber wings. You can see the wires <laughs> and they're literally just like, like this. <laughs> Bobbing along. 
down. But he's screaming, he's screaming his head off. There's like. awesome rock and roll music, and they go down and yeah. he's hitting people over the head, Brian Blessed, and screaming in their faces and stuff. And this is that. So it, it, speaking, of, speaking of awesome the effects rock and roll might be music. a bit cheesy, but it, it for me it makes it better that some of the effects are really cheesy because yeah. it's just like part of the charm for the. Ridiculous. It's deliberate, isn't it? I think yeah. it's kind of it's completely deliberate. The same as like with Raimi with those kind of with the noise, you know, with the kind of thing with the eyes and stuff like that. It's it's there. Whether it's gonna be everyone's cup of tea and whether it's gonna land is one thing, but it's very much there. I de- had a coffee, right? Well, I had a coffee because we watched it really early in the morning and I have a coffee, it always makes me need a wee. So but I wanted to watch the movie and I really did a wee and the bit when they crash into that shadow planet. <laughs> the goats go. <laughs> the goats were so done good. The joke with the goats screaming, which is so stupid, but just because they crashed. Every I single literally time, it was myself. funny. I nearly pissed myself laughing. It was so funny. It was funny every single time too. I'm like, this will get old. It didn't. No, it was always funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, and it shouldn't have went, been. It shouldn't have been. But he no, knew. Like they know. It's just they're fucking stupid and it's funny. Like it's a dumb joke. But if it keeps working, keep doing it. That's the thing. Some people don't like the dumb humor. Some people don't really don't like that Jane is like funny and she's trying to do stupid catchphrases and stuff. But she's deflecting. Like it's so. She's I sick. Think, so she's just trying to cover because she doesn't want anybody to know she's sick and they're on an adventure. She's trying to be him. She's trying to live up it. to like. She's yeah. She's trying to put off this like whole. I'm trying to be a good Thor. Like that's what she's trying to do because she yeah. thinks it's the last thing she's ever going to do, which is exactly correct. Yeah. Do you um? So we'll talk about a little bit about the stuff that maybe you didn't think landed as as well. And I don't. This isn't me talking negatively, but I think there are going to be some comments. And Tom, you 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 have some. You're very good at kind of being a bit more objective maybe than than I am with some of these things. Um, I think so for me the whole Natalie Portman's arc through this was was incredible the way that she acted it the way that they did it and the way that they kind of had that emotion throughout of it both of them and how they reacted to that was was brilliant and it was very real do you feel do you feel that the whole Valhalla thing at the end the the kind of credits thing do you think that undermined that i mean we've got to wait and see where that goes because there's valhalla and the valkyries valkyries in the comics can tra- travel between valhalla and and earth and that the, there's that the kind of tessa thompson thing and i think it's opening up the next thor film is what they're doing but do you mm-hmm. think that that kind of maybe possibly undermined that a little bit that kind of story thread i i would say that so far with afterlifes um and they've i think they're deliberately trying to show us more of them they've shown one in um miss marvel black panther like they're obviously saying no 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 it's not just you don't just go up and see you made jesus at the gates or whatever we've got them all like they're all here yeah same with all the god stuff and all that yeah Um, like um the afterlife stuff in um, moon knight as well yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. So there's, uh, I think lately, especially, it feels like they're really showing them. Um, but they haven't. What they haven't done is cheat, used it to cheat yet. So they've always been an, an excuse to have a conversation with Black Panther's dad after the fact, or I'm assuming in the next Thor or something, like to have a conversation with Jane after he his heart stops beating for a second or something like that. You know what I mean? Like they'll they they can use it. He can he can see old mate with the eyes and shit and. Um, I would have preferred it, as long it. as they don't use it to just uh, people just running in and out of like afterlife and coming back all the time. That's when you have a problem. Yeah, I would have preferred it if it wasn't Idris Elba. I would have preferred it if it was Rene Russo because 
they shared screen time that would have been, the dark that world been and, good. and it's like it would have worked mm. more but i really did enjoy the fact that he he oh. that he said like oh thanks for looking after my kid like that was pretty Ooh. cool i was like that was very because having that kid in this movie i was like well that's fucking that's big gear like he's got the eyes and like when he's like he's got stormbreaker at some point i'm like oh this kid's something like we've got We've got a guy here. We've got another. Like, the next generation thing is very much like people complain, like, oh, it's all women and kids or whatever now. Like, uh, great. I like both of those yeah, things. But I, I um, and, but they're doing it well. Like, those things are good. So keep keep it going. That I think say that was old my... enough will love that movie because of the bit when all the kids get superpowered. And there's that <laughs> little girl with the superpowered rabbit. And it's just, I, I just thought, like, little kid me would have just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Because you think yeah, the kids were just going to get rescued by Thor, but no. Yeah, two of, my well. two of my favourite jokes were with the kids. Like, there was the bit on the boat where it was on about, we'll bring your kids back and we'll feast, not on the children. I was like, <laughs> fucking great. The delivery was perfect. Chris Hemsworth is one of the best comedic actors of our generation, I think. But the other bit, there was the kids bit. So there was a kid with a rabbit. But my favourite bit in that is where you got that really tiny, like, three-year-old, two-year-old, and she's just got this little bit of string, and then she, like, slits this fucking thing in half. <laughs> and she's just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah I, love, I love that shadow, hey, my shadow kid part. That she doesn't like kids being violent, but I was like... Oh. Kids are violent. Kids are scary as shit. Sorry, violent. Tom, go for it. You were making a point. I just, I just want to say again uh, that that the part with the with the shadow and this kind of like scary story for kids and like having Cork uh, telling this kind of story. Mm. I think this this overall kid feeling myth mythological arc was really good, and I yeah. I really enjoyed that. And I think that brought it very well together when he deputized the kids basically <laughs> in, a, in a godly way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's, that was really great. Yeah, when he was like giving them all, and he's like for uh, for a limited period only. Having it narrated by Korg is a really good device as well because he's not necessarily the um, most Credible. reliable narrator, is he? Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. sort of his third hand view of things. So when he's talking about the relationship that they had, yeah, it's kind like, of like Michael ridiculous boys because he's fighting the information. It's That's like Michael one... Pena, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that. It's just like okay, so how much of this is uh, exaggerated by Korg, you know, so, which is kind of cool. That's one of the things that I think they did very, very, one of the things I think they did very, very well with that, which could have been ham-fisted, was how Mighty Thor got her got her powers as well. And they kind of did that through, the, they kind of laced it in, like at the start, it was like, oh, she just happened to go to Asgard and get it. But then they were like, telling that story through when Hors, uh, Hors? When Thor is like, um, <laughs> when... It's goat, not horse. When when Thor's like take care of a Mjolnir, and it's kind of like he has this little kind of yeah, um, well, kind of thing. I think really... the triangle thing comes on, doesn't it? Which is the same thing mm -hmm. when yeah. Odin puts the spell on it. It's it's the yeah. little it's the Siri like it just comes on whenever it's listening. <laughs> so anyway, that's all well and good. This film's really good. Everything, all these things are really good. The storyline's really good, but we've not talked about the most important fact. That is Russell Crowe and the choices that he made <laughs> with his everything. So, with his accent, Russell Crowe, right? How we... <laughs> mm. Russell Crowe is an adult, an Australian, like we stole him from New Zealand, yeah? So, I'm assuming yeah. that he has frequented an Australian fish and chip shop in the 70s and 80s. 90s even, which is when I went. So, here, all the fish and chip shops traditionally are run by 
old um, Greek immigrants. And they sound exactly like Russell Crowe sound. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So I was like, he's actually doing right. the, the fish and chip yeah, shop like, owner, which is bizarrely like. It's like a kebab shop owner. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's bizarrely like focused. Like I, I don't, I've never been to Greece, so I don't know if their old guys just sound, I'm assuming they sound very similar, but like, that's my, that's my um, sort of reference for that accent. And I was like, he's actually kind of doing it. Like, and I'm surprised that they let him do it. And I'm surprised that he wanted to do it, but I'm glad that he did do it because if he sounded like a Tolkien character in like vague English or whatever, like that's almost, we're not, that's not what we're doing anymore. Right. Like I get that he's not, he's not Greek, but at least they did something there, and yeah, I'm assuming yeah. that old mate Hercules will be a very have a very similar. I'm a, he won't have an American Should accent be. when, yeah. So they, as long as they keep it consistent, I think that's totally fine. But it was fucking hilarious <laughs> when he came scared. out. Like, when he like, comes Whoa. down the steps and the little, sk- <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's spinning the lightning bolt around, <laughs> he's just. I flicked too hard. I'm sorry. I what are you close doing? Path. Oh god. When he Rizzo. when he paused and lifted his skirt up to go down like three steps, I almost wet my pants. Like yeah. that. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, rusty. And I don't even like Russell Crowe. This to me, give him the Oscar for this. Fucking way better. <laughs> this performance and then that trailer performance. You've seen the trailer performance, right? For that for stupid. He did like a sort of um, thriller where he's like a psycho that goes after somebody who gives him a bit of unhinged. Rope. Yeah. But the trailer is him telling you to go see the movie. Have you seen that trailer? Oh, yeah. No? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, I'm going to send you the... And it's just him, like, telling you how it's the best film ever. And, yeah. and it's just, like, he knows that it's not and that it's a load of yeah. shit. But it's just, <laughs> just, it's the best trailer for a film I've, I think I've ever seen. He's just he playing my comedy. dad on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> he plays comedy very well, doesn't he? Like, the, uh, is it the No, new- he doesn't. Oh, I think that's he the does. That's the thing. That's oh, why this well, is good. the other guys, though, he's really awesome. good in that. The other guys, that's it. That, yeah. That, uh, the other guys, the other guys almost annoyed guys, me. It's, um, the nice guys. Nice guys, <laughs> yes. So that, that almost annoys Ray me Gosling. because I love that film and I don't I don't think he's usually, and he's not my cup of tea, put it that way. You know, oh, everyone has somebody. Nice. Everyone has somebody. Uh, and my, irra- my him, irrational um, hatred of actor is Russell Crowe. That's just, it's just like, he's brilliant in that, the, the Western that Sam Raimi did before, oh, he's brilliant. The Quick and the Dead. Dead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, Gladiator, I think, is a brilliant movie. He's kind Maybe of, I, I do like Russell Crowe. <laughs> I, put, I put Russell Crowe in the same category as um, our old mate from um, Gerard Butler. Where he's oh, kind no, of he's got, another level, but yeah, I know what you mean. Where he's got like stings for Rusty, I think. Uh, <laughs> where he's got like this, they've got like so much potential to do, like they've been in, in, they've done incredible performances and incredible films, and same as Nicolas Cage. Oscar, Nicolas Cage Oscar, is the same. Yeah, I know, the Oscars don't mean shit. You even you've said Oscars don't. Yeah, mean but shit. I mean Russell Crowe is like a proper A-lister. Also, yeah, okay, the okay. Good thing about think... Russell Crowe is he doesn't care. He's not like I'm staying fit and and I'm I'm gonna try and keep my beautiful yeah. looks. He's just like I'm having beer, and uh, I don't care. You can have me, me as I am and put abs on the chest plate, mate. Just do that. <laughs> that's that's what you'll do. He, he was brilliant in it. It's hard to say. MVP because I think there were so many great individual parts. It was definitely the funniest thing in it by a long way. It was hilarious. Great. When, when Matt Damon and um, is it Luke? 
Luke, um, Luke Hemsworth. Hemsworth were like. <laughs> well, no one said we can't. Drama. No one said we can't. No one said we can't make another like piece based yeah. on this and just walk off talking about like scenes and lines. Like, yeah, and this Melissa is... McCarthy, I loved her as Hella as well. <laughs> that I was bizarre. The joke was maybe the only joke that felt like a repeat. Ragnarok, yeah. that also just was just gonna just take it one step further for the. So it was it was a callback, obviously, and I think yeah. that. Hmm is a bit that can people could probably get hung up on because then they think oh this whole film is just like Ragnarok. <laughs> it's a much yeah. simpler film overall than than Ragnarok. I, I didn't yeah there's not there's not a lot it's weird but for something with so much like flash and pizzazz and like old actors and whatever it's a very simple movie it's very like, tight not, with DT story isn't it it's very it's just sort of go it just sort of a thing a thing happens and then they have to go sort the thing and then they have an issue halfway through and then they come back and sort the thing like and there's a few to like but not like twists and turns and like oh my god this is would change the whole ball game not really the point is like it's character one, focused you know yeah it's one of sorry man i talked over you then i'm just saying it's character focused which is good thing yeah it's one of those where the actual the, the kids and the gore and all of that isn't the kind of main thing. The main thing is what's happening with the characters throughout, which is just a longer way of saying what you've just said. See Bale, very good. Yeah. Very creep, very creepy, creepy boy. Did like, you notice that the, they kept flipping him? His accent and stuff? Or? No, it, no his, his, his actual face, the frame was flipped quite a few times. Because he's got like a little like thing on his done. nose, and it was. Oh, okay. I always notice shit like that in films. Oh, they do no, that a lot when they want coverage to be a certain way, and they've not got it. And a good example would be in Hellboy, the first Hellboy. His big red hand changed sides several times in that. Oh. Just don't notice, do you? But you do. Left um, hand of doom. Did you think that was cool that he's cut off? I did that he cut off all of the markings. Yeah. Yeah, because you they would. Were like you his, would, wouldn't you? Like the god. Thing, weren't they? Mm. He was like, I yeah. renounce my guy. I thought that was a cool little character. And I, I, I like that we didn't even, you just know what it means. You didn't have to see yeah. him <laughs> having like a whole fit or whatever over it. He's just like, no, no, I'll, I'll sort it out. Mm. And then come back with this sick fucking sword and all these weird shadows and shit. I thought it was, I, I thought it was amazing. Like just his line delivery and like his just overall creep again to that like design of it all like the way they use shadow and his uh, obviously like the eyes and stuff in the dark was fucking crazy they established characters very well in that film and i think that's one of the things that i've been kind of when i've been reading reviews and people's thoughts they've kind of overlooked a lot so gore was very quickly established and his motivations and your empathy towards him and you kind of bite buying into him that was quickly established very very well mm-hmm. Uh, Portman, she was. Really, I was on his team just, straight away. It yeah. reminded me of like the Star Trek, the way they like set up um, Captain Kirk's dad and like his sacrifice in like the first five minutes of Star Trek, and you're like, this is emotional. And it, I, I was like that. I was nearly crying before yeah. the Marvel Studios because it was just like quite visceral. It was really good. You just reminded me of something that Marvel Studios intro. Oh okay. yeah, rock and roll. <laughs> like you've got that deadly serious opening, and you're like, "Oh, he's a baddie," and then <laughs> I was like, "Okay, yeah." Okay, the the music of it all was very because you're like, "What are you going to do? What's the song going to be?" So we knew that we had um, uh, Guns and Roses, and that that was going to be the song, and we thought, "Oh, so." Oh, well, I thought oh, he'll use that three times throughout, just like he did Immigrant Song. And that'll be 
the kind of what what is it like the not the style guy but kind of the the it sets the tone for the yeah. thing, right? Okay, this one's the rock and roll one, and then to just use that album basically, oh, an album, and just and just but use it each one kind of perfectly placed. I was like, oh well, brilliant! Like you've done it, you've used. Oh, I'm using the song over and over again, but you're really not. You're using different pieces by the same you think band. Maybe brilliant. because that's coming after Stranger Things has done it so well with Kate Bush and stuff that people like normal people will be like, oh, I've seen this. I've seen this already this year. Music being used. Don't really care. Don't it's just a, it's it's like just a, a thing sort of now. General vibe of like not liking that. Aspect. If anything, James Gunn brought that in with Guardians One, and that's yeah. been that's been the template that's that Marvel overall has taken. The Guardians were in there, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were great. They're like I, I love sparing use of them as well. Like. Yeah, that, I thought they weren't. They didn't overstay or anything. They didn't get in the way. What they did was they explained right, exactly. Just getting married. Yeah. And like, <laughs> over and over, <laughs> over and over again. I love that he's just like he just he's is just a guardian. Like, he know how he did it? He's just like. Oh. <laughs> I I, I want to come back real quick to to Gore Christian Bale's character, and mm. I would have loved to see some more actually God butchering in in this case. Yeah. So. That would be uh, would have been really great to see that um, because I mean he's a god butcher he's very kind of scary and mm. people have to be like gods have to be or are afraid of him actually and I would have loved to see more of the action not just the montage of the ones that he killed or threatened or whatever. How did well, he find out about eternity? Like yeah, because he's obviously started off just I'm gonna go one by one, start low level gods, build up. Getting way through, and then so did somebody I, tell him about it that we didn't I, know? About? I took it. I took it as a legend that people know, like in yeah. in some in planets, and it's, yeah, it's a legend that, it that way, you can have your wish. Obviously... You can have your wish. Your wish um, granted if you get to the center of the universe. Like this is kind of scene there. Just, just, just yeah, just yeah. For, for us as an audience, in a there's way. two cut scenes though, isn't there? There's one with the there's one with um, Peter Dinklage's character, and there's one with um... I think there's heaps that they can. yeah. That, well, there's at, that we, there's at least two that there's at least two. Game of Thrones, um, mm, Queen Cersei, Cersei well. what's her name? She she was in it and she's been cut, hasn't she? Yeah, and um, well, the, see the other one, um, oh Jeff Goldblum's character as well. There's a oh, there's that's one right, with that's him. Right. So that's the that's maybe the only flaw. Of, uh, the only thing I didn't like about the film was like, yeah, I would have, and it's not. I can't really see it as something that was bad because I just wanted more stuff. Like that's all yeah, it yeah. was. I was like, it, the, the pay, we moved almost too quickly for, for some of it. And, and I don't, I don't think that anything was taken away from with, uh, comedy beats ruining this, that, the other, like, I don't, I don't go for that because that's how people are. Like all I'd ever do is deflect with comedy like that yeah. in life all the time. I laugh my way through funerals and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like that's what people do. That's how they talk. Go, stupid goats will bleat at the most inopportune moment. That's just how it is. But I, I would have wanted just another scene here with, you know, Portman and, and, and um, Hemsey together or just another, like you say, Tom, maybe like him just, I don't even want him butchering gods. I want him to go up and give like a Christian Bale um, speech, like as to mm -hmm. why you're about to go down just a few times or something like that, you know. But yeah, if we had done that, just critique that is that's that, that's one other thing that i was missing because they had a good point on like going a little deeper than just the surface yeah. level and having this religious critique uh like on gods and what they give us and what they don't give us and i think the that argument would have been interesting. 
the argument can be made that we got it like the first time he did it that one time and we just and we see we see yeah, which yeah. ones he's taken down it's a very economic and, film it's, it's yeah, very, yeah, that's more. right it's like yeah, um, it's just two it's, hours going back to star trek the first 2009 one jj abrams one mm. that's a really economic simple narrative you know and mm. uh, it's just breakneck breakneck pace and it's fun and this is like that it's, it's um yeah it's not like reaching for like some sort of grand epic feel hmm. it's just really it rem- good adventure that is that shit's brilliant too like having him just be like uh you know because he's been a, he's like what 1500 years old or something like that and it's like yeah. we forget that this it's shit just like is... every time he's like done this before it's like i'm gonna get you like he says to gore i'm like gonna get you for this and you just mm. think he probably is actually and you and the way that his flippancy in battle I really liked in this as well because it is a bit nonsensical that his like he's been battling for a thousand years and doing all this sort of shit and then what well, hang on so the things that have affected him the most uh that one time he fought the robot man with his new mates like I know that has to be that way because we've experienced that as the audience, but also he would just, cause there was a, like, this whole battles going on around him, especially when he sees Jane and that, and they're just having a conversation while the rest of new Asgard are like battling these new creatures. And he's just sort of like, Oh yeah. But like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, and you're exactly. like, and I've heard, I've seen a complaint about that as well. I'm like, no, that's how he would be because this is nothing to him. He's seen it for so long and he always wins. Like that's why nothing. at the beginning with the chicken bikers, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just shows he just up like care. towards the end, and he's just like, right, let's finish this, then. and then just whacks them all, and like oh. all the guardians couldn't do it, but it's because that's he's just been doing it for so long, and he's just like, this is just a laugh, really. Yeah, thought, thought we could like <laughs> we could use your help, down, <laughs> like minimal damage or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> minimal collateral damage. Oh, I love goats. Like, and those great. priest dudes are so funny. It's just like, yeah, we're, I'm getting mad now. Okay, you're making me mad. Stop talking. <laughs> Stop talking. And they just don't want to get rid of him. Like they're they're not interested at all. Um, he's like, you can have the ship. It serves me well, and like you're giving me my own ship. I, one so, thing that yeah, did stand like, to remind me that whole Guardians thing, and I think um, mm. it is just is Chris Pratt when uh, Chris Pratt has been in so much shit recently. It it kind of just reminded you of or reminded me of oh okay cool this is why people liked or started to to like Chris Pratt and I think he just needs to get away from doing dross that he seems to have been but although saying that you quite liked that new Amazon thing didn't you Tom yeah I think it was uh, uh, your, uh, as I as I put it uh, your dad's favorite new show oh and, yeah he can watch uh, Jack Jack so. Ryan and then he can watch this garbage Jack Ryan's great. It wasn't boring. Uh, yeah, we yeah, started. Um, we started for all mankind last night on. Oh, um, I would like to watch that. Apple TV. But damn, two episodes, absolutely brilliant. It's good, right? It's Ronald D. Moore, obviously one of the best like science fiction slash just writers ever. It's just awesome. It's, yeah, do you know what it is, new... James? No, is that so, the Tara Negerson one? No, it's the dude from RoboCop. Can't remember Joel, his name. Joel Kinnaman. Oh, okay. Basically, yeah, yeah. it starts with the moon landing, and it's not the Americans that get to the moon first; it's the Russians. And it's just like, what if that happened, and what would happen with the space program and all that mm. stuff? It's just, it's just brilliantly written. It's just 
absolutely brilliant yeah wait wait for next season the next season is also really great yeah so let's get some... apple tv man because apple tv's got that it's got ted lasso it's got um severance it's got mythic mm-hmm. quest uh, Mythic I didn't Apple are making it really hard for me not to pay them more money. Like, uh, what else has it got that's really good? Oh, Slow Horses. Is there, have you guys watched Slow Horses? No, I'm, not I'm yet. Is it that good? Oh, Slow Horses is really good. Yeah, mm. Gary Oldman's great right, in it. Ooh, Just a nice I like Gary program. If you can get spy, it's really good. I mean, Apple for me, Flurry, um, I get it, and we get it. Apparently, it's free. In oh, I've had it I've had it offered to me free many, many times, and Just I did it. have it early on. Really I, had it, I had it early on, and there was nothing on it for, like, for the year mm. that I had it. So I was like, well, I'm not paying for this ever. And then yeah. they just keep releasing really good content. It's almost, like, annoying. I'm like, do I have to get another fucking thing? You would like, absolutely love Severance. Brilliant. Oh, I know, I know. I want. I want it. I love um, Adam Scott. Scott. Yeah, he's yeah, he's that's... always good. Good hair. You, well. you know. Right. So, what we're going to talk about now? So, we're going to do some I'd random. Like... Oh. oh, sorry. Go, Flory. You talk. Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, should we have a guess where things are going to go from here? With um, because I think. Oh it, yeah, that's a good idea. It opens. I love up. where they ended it. I love the the whole kid like Dad Thor thing. That's really actually. That's actually really interesting because that's not something that we've really seen and it really grows the character from like Dum Dum Thor. Like we've kind of had that now. I think one thing the MCU does good is moves things on. As much as you might hate it and you're like, oh, I want the original Hulk from the Avengers again. We never saw him again. It's like, yeah, well, things fucking move on. It's been like eight years in the timeline or whatever, you know. So I think it's a good idea to give us a new dynamic and also, if Taika does another one, he I think he writes parental stuff yeah. really well. Yeah, so I can't wait to see what he does with that. Whether the kid's aged up, whether it's still Hemsy's kid or whatever, that'd be brilliant. Could Taika do, like, thinking outside of Thor, could Taika almost do a young... I think he'd be a good choice for a young Avengers film. I think he'd quite quite be good, uh, be good at helming that and bringing that together. Um, yeah. He'd be good at anything. This Star Wars yeah. would be very interesting. He's not going to make that movie. No, that's my no. current hot take. Is no. that people are asking about it too much, and he's just going to be like, "Oh, but I've got uh, kind of like this. Oh, I've got this movie about a kid that collects bugs." Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like that when he was doing Akira, and it was just like mm. everyone just wants him, and he just kind of. If I was, I'd do the same thing. It, it would be Flash and, Gordon remake. Yeah, because well. originally Mate, it was we, a cartoon, we know the, it? now it's live the action. poster. The post he's supposed to be doing is the least interesting one, right? So there's no way he's gonna like push on with this, especially when he's telling everyone that he hasn't written anything. I'm sure he has. Like he's just a smart ass. But I don't think Flash he's Gordon see it is anytime something soon. I really would like to see him do because obviously he's done it twice now with Thor and just that kind of film that I love. Yeah, I think what yeah. he ends up doing is just making his own space adventure at some point, and it's not branded as anything. Because why? Why would you brand it if you don't need to? He's a he's a he's a Taika Waititi's space movie. Like he doesn't have to True. do that anymore, unless he wants to. Oh, you mean like um, Zack Snyder's doing with Rebel Moon? Is it Rebel Moon? Yeah, that kind of thing. But he did, there's been some quite interesting. More power to him. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Um, there's been some um, 
news uh, like articles <laughs> with 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 Tiger at the minute recently. Like someone questioned him and going, um, "If you're doing a Star Wars movie, but it's not linked to any existing characters and it's completely made up, why does it need to be Star Wars?" <clears throat> and he was like, "Actually, yeah, that's a good point. Why am I doing I think a Star Wars movie?" Yeah, 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 it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. But I did like the logo. The logo for that. The reason why in today's uh, modern filmmaking world is because you won't get them funded. No, you have the brand recognition. But he might though. He's the brand. It depends on this film. I think this one's going to be like if this does. Not James Cameron, is it? It's not James Cameron who's like, I will have four more Avatar movies, and they go, okay. Oh, on the subject. Trailer was good though in the cinema. Oh. This is something I wanted to talk about. What's your feeling on Avatar with him saying, actually, I'm going to ditch doing these last two That's and him get just, someone else? Just covering his ass in case this one flops because he's getting worried that nobody's bothered about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. It happened with Alita, didn't it? Which was, God, I mean, Robert Rodriguez, that's your first mistake, given it's Robert Rodriguez, as we've found out recently. Correct. You know, we I like I went off on him on when we were talking about Mando and stuff like that. Um, that film i put on as like background noise and thought it was better than anything he's done like i thought it was pretty interesting mm. and pretty well made for with the budget yeah, it wasn't they too had. bad and the world that they built was like good like you yeah. can make more of that it well, actually it, it had similarities to this thor thing it was like fucking absolutely batshit like why would a man build his entire body out of knives and just keep his face i don't know but he did yeah. and it's fucking crazy <laughs> But it's not James Cameron level, is it? The trailer for the that, new Avatar in the not. cinema hit a lot better than it did watching it on um, an iPad or whatever. I actually Agreed. saw it first in the cinema because it, I wasn't it, bothered to watch it. And visually, it's very striking, obviously, but also it's kind of like the baddie dude, the general dude, he's a blue guy now, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Sigourney Weaver's the kid, isn't she? Yep. The only pro- the only problem out, with that is he's not made a bad movie. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I. I. I admit that when <clears> I saw that trailer in the cinema, I was more, much more like, oh yeah, actually, I'll go and it landed better, didn't it? My dad was a bit of a cinephile, and he's he always said like his famous one was like that uh, two people have never never made a bad film: Gene Hackman and um, <laughs> and uh, James Cameron. That's it. Gene Hackman, no, didn't he do uh, Public made, Enemy number one? Never made a bad film. Gene Hackman was pretty consistently good, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah French Connection is all like great. He, had, he had a point, but Alita wasn't I think bad. He was discounting a bit. <clears throat> Talking about batshit crazy sci-fi films, did you ever see that Luke Besson one that had um, the kid out no. of um, yeah, Spider-Man? In Valerian? Film. Yeah, I enjoyed Valerian. It was. Uh, it, uh, did you not? Oh, I liked Fifth Element. It was just trying so hard. Yeah. And it, but it didn't have a charismatic dude. It just had that weird goblin kid. Oh, Dane, I liked Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan, that's it. He's, he's, he's better as a slimy villain or like a businessman. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. seems to have disappeared what, now, doesn't he? It's very annoying because he had so much like. You just look at him and he's a Gerard Butler. You're like, get a bit of fucking agent. You could have been the guy, you know? Like you had it. People were talking about you, but then, just that kid, the smart Dane kid. DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. <clears throat> there are just a few funny. not likable, so he can't be the lead, can he? That's the thing. Can't be the lead because he's not likable. That Bert might have shown on True. the camera. I don't know. <laughs> I have to see in the editing. 
Um, I'm ha- I'm hacking my guts out. Oh, that wasn't a burp. Like I'm trying to. But get there's a, there's another kid like that, Taron Egerton. I really like Taron Egerton. He's I mean, don't get me wrong. He's yeah. kind of he's One. kind of what? Exy. A to the Eagle. Elton John. Yeah, he's been and Elton John. He's got it. He's got it. That kid's got it. He'll get it. He'll get something. Yeah, I was going to say. What do you think about him? I think it'd be quite good. I think it'd be quite interesting take. I still want Bob Hoskins as uh, Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) Danny DeVito. There's a couple of there's a couple of things standing in the way (laughs) (laughs) of that Wolverine. He, he needs to be he needs to be older than the other kids and he needs to be uh, grumpy and he needs to be five foot two or whatever you know like he's got a chip on his shoulder he can't be too handsome but I get well, I it that think- it's also a movie so so Taron Egerton as Wolverine for me maybe is a tad too old too young sorry but I, do I think he's that young like- though he's thirty two yeah that's, I think that's fine because if they if they do what they should do which is maybe the only fucking property that should have should be a Disney Plus show is to make just an X-Men Xavier's Mansion B team oh, yeah. kids running around in the in the thing like if they cast them really young and it's like um uh, what's his dick 16 candles guy like that sort of if it's just oh, teen teen drama yeah and everyone's kind of running around with superpowers at the same time then you have the movie team and then at some point, this thirty-two-year-old old man <laughs> comes in, comes in, and kind of joins the thing. That's how you do it. You don't start with Taron Egerton as Wolverine. Yeah, you don't start. That's there. how I feel. It's cool. The old man. <laughs> yeah, the old man. Taron Egerton is bombed. I want man through Deadpool. Mm-hmm. I think they might do the X Men through Deadpool. That's the that's the end because Deadpool got the X Men right in those two movies. The most that has Deadpool, ever been done. Yes. So the third Deadpool, I won't be surprised if he's talking about being Wolverine in that. Also, they're, they're making it soon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll take point. what they'll. X Men's my favorite. Like that's my favorite thing. I always like. Uh, I was always the cartoon, the comics. Like collected the cards and everything. Almost everything I know about the at Marvel and other comics that I ever read was because that character showed up in an X Men comic, or well, the X Men yeah. were in that yeah. Avengers comic, so I had to Same. get it. So if they could please just just do it while I'm still alive <laughs> and do it really well, like that'd be great. I'll be poor because I have to buy all the fucking things that have a yellow and black X. When I um, did that interview for the Thor poster thing, they asked me like one of the, it's not on theirs. They, one of the questions they asked me was like, um, "Why do you think superhero movies are so popular now, and what what is it about them that's so good?" And I said, "Well." just because they're true to the source now and like to be honest like the stories were best for me was that the x-men cartoon back in the 90s it was just perfect that was the perfect mm-hmm. adaptation and all they have now is they just have the means to do it with really good effects so if they do a new x-men it should just be that cartoon but just with really good live action effects mm-hmm. yeah they could do a lot with X-Men too, like because they don't necessarily have to well at the start. Have the spandex, who cares? Because like Brian Singer famously was like, no spandex, no comics on the set and stuff. And it was just like Yeah, and look how he turned out. See? (laughs) Fucking hell. This this young production assistant called Kevin Feige was like giving um Hugh Jackman X-Men comics on the slide. 
like they know what they they know what they're doing. As much as we're like, oh, it's a little bit aimless at the moment in this phase. It's like no, they like we trust in Kev. Big in big Kev, we trust. Like the guy's fucking proven himself. So shut the fuck up. Sit back. Watch the movies you want to watch, and just let me have my things, okay? <laughs> let me have nice things, please. <laughs> I need something. I still want to see Old Man Logan though, with with you, Jackman, and uh, um, Jeremy sure? Renner as old old. Oh, like, like a, doing like, like the crazy guy. stuff, having like like Red Skull in there, Hulk, have, like, the and Hulk with like the King a big gray and beard and stuff. Yeah. But you have that. It's called the comic book. That's what the MCU yes. is not. It's not a slavish because it wouldn't work. That's the thing. It just wouldn't. That's the thing. Lots of people are like this. Go the go the God Butcher. They ruined the, the storyline. It's not the same as the comic. It's like. How many of the villains are the same? They change them to kind of actually make them work in the story that they look doesn't need. Does everyone? Does everyone? And when I mean everyone, I mean not even us four. Everyone likes Civil War, right? That's not the fucking comic at all. No, literally nothing. Literally nothing about it. And and it's and it's and it's good. So shut the fuck up. It doesn't matter. Like as long as they take it as a starting point and make it make sense in the universe that they've built, will be just fine. And if, if by the way, so, if they could stop making like every show not be good in the end, that'd be good too. That's all. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> stop doing that. I've, stop getting my hopes up. I haven't up. watched Miss Marvel yet. Which is everybody's favorite uh, Marvel show so far? The latest, the latest Wonder episode. Vision. The latest episode really got me on on Miss Marvel. The latest one, yeah. I had me in tears at the end. We need to. Um, <laughs> Not because it. of the content. No, no, I love no. the family. I love the like the, the their background. Like that's really interesting that it's being explored in a good a good positive way. I think every actor in it is well, almost every actor in it is good. <laughs> um, I just think that these shows seem to be hamstrung by like oh, but we ah, oh, geez, what are we gonna? Do? Okay, someone with the opposite powers or close to, like, we're still yeah. going to do that, right? Yeah, okay. It's like, okay, no, stop that. putting a yellow thing on the guy's hand when she's got the blue thing. It's fucking stupid. James didn't see it, Flory. Oh, it's sorry. Not, I don't, I don't, I don't worry. Either. Don't, Look, don't worry. Whatever. But it doesn't, um, that's, not a, that's not a spoiler. It's, it's so fucking okay. obvious because they have nothing else. They've got a really interesting storyline. This show should have mm-hmm. not had superhero stuff in it. And it w- I don't think it would have mattered. They have to stop worrying about that. She could have still been in the Marvels later. Like, that's fine. She can do her superhero things in that and just say, oh, I was practicing with my mate. That's why I'm good at it now. That's fine. We don't need this. And stop doing it. Thank you. Fair. So a couple of questions to finish up on. What's your kind of predictions based on where Thor ended? Where do you go back to the question that I actually asked about? Yeah, where do we actually didn't asked, answer? Yeah. Already covered this one, James. Yeah. <laughs> where, where's your it? predictions for where it's going to go? What's um? What's kind of what's next? What's next for Thor? You already said. Okay. Yeah, and thunder. I don't know what they're mm. going to call it because they've already called this one it. But yeah, it'll be him grappling with. Uh, all that, and he'll go see Jane at some point and say, like, am I being a good dad? Because that's all we worry about. And we think we're failing. He's going to go see Odin, be... probably. Ratings? Yeah, they'll all be Are we going to rate it? Who knows? Gonna... The... What, do, do we want to rate it? I can't rate it. No. I can't rate it because it's, 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 a good, it's a good movie that sits probably somewhere in I can rate it on pile. a personal level. <laughs> like, sort of, because obje- I could be objective about it, but I'm not going to be. I choose not to be. Personally, I just loved it. 
Yeah. But it was that kind of cheesy sci-fi movie that I love. I love Flash Gordon. And I know a lot of people would watch Flash Gordon and think, what is this shit? But I just love everything about it. And the cheesy, bad things make me love it even more. So I just, I like it warts and all. So this week I've watched like one, two, three, what, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine MCU things, right? This was the second best one. Uh, what was the best best one? Not going to say. <laughs> Episode five of Miss Marvel coming out on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> no. Um, probably Avengers still, except for the start where they filmed it with someone's like, I don't know, they made it look like an episode of CSI. I don't know. Oh why yeah, they when did it's that. like really dark as well, and you just can't see what's it's going on. It's just really bizarre. It always throws off. me off, and like, and then it even the kids. I know how my daughter is my daughter because we we've been we watched them all, and we came to the <laughs> Avengers, and it started, and it looks like a TV show, and she's like, "Why is this? Why did they let Joss and I said, not thank have you. it all?" Um, widescreen because it's like 16 it's past it's partly that but it's weird because the rest of the film has more like grain or and lighting to it and stuff it's really bizarre that it's just that opening scene in the shield base with the tesseract that looks like an episode of csi it's fucking weird (laughs) agents of shield is what it looks like yeah yeah that shit yeah yeah i need to go back and rewatch it tom what's your final thoughts um yeah, as I mentioned, I would have seen a couple of things more. I was uh, very entertained, had good laughs. We had we cheered in the cinema when uh, Jane yeah. uh, popped up and everything. So that was kind of cool. Like people were actually going along with it. Yeah, not, my not, cinema not went a... absolutely ballistic. Like it was yeah? it, awesome. like to, all, all through it, there was laughs. And there was like when it was complete silence when Korg fell apart. Everyone was like, no, yeah. you can't do this to yeah. my favorite rock man. Yeah, I, I, was, I was screaming. I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so it was it was good. It was great. I love that's why I do like opening night as much as I'm like shut the fuck up and watch the movie nine times out of ten. If you're going to see something called Thor: Love and Thunder, a bit of noise yeah. and carry on is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this gave gave me a little bit of Indian movie vibe, but it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it then. Uh, overall, uh, overall, it was uh, it was uh, it was a good time, and uh, I wish I wish it would have been more. I think it's a one off for me. It's not as I wanted to see more connection, but I think maybe down down the line it will make more sense, and I will have more fun with it and rate it a better movie. But I think I mm. gave it a seven and a half out of ten, so I was yeah. satisfied. And mm. the hindsight with this stuff is a big thing too, especially now with them filling so many holes. I, I think that's a mm. that's the a dark fair, yeah. world. Just... You go back and watch Thor: The Dark World now, and it's actually like, but I like this movie. I liked it at the time. Uh, well, that's a fair step. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because everyone's like, I hate the Dark World. It's the worst yeah. Marvel movie, and it's like, yeah, it's not. It's pretty good actually. It is. It's maybe the worst. And it's like their worst is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, I is, think, this um, is the thing I, say, I always come back to. It's like it, it, we're, we're grading on a scale here. I think people that flipping out and don't like Doctor Strange or whatever, it's like, yeah, but put that up against Valerian and the Thousand Planets, which was the, your last huge sci-fi movie that was in the cinema. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I know it wasn't, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. keeping it keeping it relevant. I have to say, it's better than Top Gun for me. <laughs> now Fair. this I did vehemently I mean, Top Gun is cinema. Yeah. Top Gun is. <laughs> Is just the perfect. 
as much as I wanted it to be better than Top Gun, I do think I prefer Top Gun. So my thoughts... The cinema... I enjoyed it more than Top Gun, and I yeah. personally, on that sort of... Because I like that kind of shit. I like sci-fi, cheesy stuff. Like, you know, as we all know, I really like Star Trek and stuff. So I really liked it on that level. But if you're objective, there's ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. I'm more excited to re-watch Thor than I am, Love and Thunder than I am Top Gun. Um, there you go. The cinema that I went to watch it in, I went with Nat, my wife. Um, she doesn't really go to the cinema often. She, she liked it. it. She loved it. She thought, well, no, it's a bit strong. Uh, she, yeah, it was good. wasn't as good as Ragnarok, but my I enjoyed wife, it. My wife, which is far as she thought humor was forced. Oh, okay. Uh, the I, cinema I went. You're forced. Well, I mean, I went to the same <laughs> cinema as Matt. It was off. It went. Did you leave her at the cinema? That's <laughs> <laughs> no. just like fine. <laughs> Um, I can't wait to watch it again with some beers and a pizza. That's uh, why I'm. It's looking... that kind of movie. It's got in a few, It's another one of those. I said it about Doctor Strange. In a few years, people will just love to watch them because they're just their own thing and they're fun and they're goofy and they're different. It doesn't matter that you don't know the rest of the films. You don't need to have seen any of the no. Thor movies. Watch this. In fact, I bet you, if people watch this that hadn't seen the first three Thor movies, probably like it more. Because obviously there's lots of people that say, oh, it's just Ragnarok again. So a good... A, a, just think about that for a second. These people cannot be helped. Just yeah. Ragnarok. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Is it a, a, a great Saturday would be Day Drinking, Guardians, Thor Ragnarok, Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, a couple of pizzas thrown in, a few beers in there. They're the ones I react to. Guardians, Guardians 2, Thor, those sort of space or like science fiction fantasy ones. Guardians 2 is better written than this film. Mm. I've seen, I think there is. Guardians 2 is the same thing in terms of comparing it. You compare Guardians 2 to Guardians 1 and you compare this new Thor to. Guardians 2 is better it's than It's kind of like the, these, these, these second ones. They double down on everything that everybody liked about the, the one that came before. And so then people that weren't necessarily sold on the cheesy humour. Iron Man 2 is better than Iron Man 1. Iron Man 2 is better than Iron Man 1. Iron Man okay, 2 is people. really good. He wants his bird. I want my bird. I want my bird. bird. This one, I, I, I really like Iron Man 2. Yeah, I think Mickey or Russian Rogue. Well, it's a similar thing that's what's happening now with these, with um, what happened with the Iron Man ones, like Iron Man 3 was, they're just different. My hot take is Iron Man 3 is a turning point for the whole of MCU, and I think it's a massively underrated movie. Yep. Oh, it's better than all the there. ones that came before. I like it more than Avengers. It's a very, very strong narrative arc, incredibly well written. And uh, anyone that doesn't think so can <laughs> can buy funny. some of the new prints that are coming next week. <laughs> I meant three. Me. I meant three yeah. prints, everybody. Your mic cut out there um, when when you said, and everyone who thinks I meant three is going to go. You might cut out my shorts. Oh, I thought you said fuck themselves. But no, I said eat my shorts like Bart Simpson. It's a childish thing to say. Because really, if other people don't like it, that's fine. I don't really care. No. Yeah, that's what it all comes down to. If you don't like it, that's okay. You can be 
fucking boring. The <laughs> only thing that I care about with people's other people's opinions is if that enough people like it to warrant another one. Hmm. That's the only way it interests me. Because obviously Doctor Strange was very mixed. I think the bajillion dollars will be fine. So that made Doctor Strange a really big hit, didn't it? Yeah. And now this is coming off the back of Doctor Strange. I wonder if it's going to... It'd be interesting to see how the rest of the year goes for him, hey? Like, Black Black Panther 2 is... But it's that's such a it's such a this it's fraught with um, controversy uh, like already that there's that you got the loudmouths that don't want them to um, do another act that they want to they want to recast it instead of like go to another character being the, having the mantle and all this sort of bullshit and it's like fuck man just let it make a like try and make a story can we just stop going on about it I know we've can just we spent an hour first, talking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our fault somewhat like people like us that get into it but i think we're coming at it from a positive angle whereas there's a contingent that everything's fucking negative and it's like i get it you love the you love chad he was awesome i loved him too but let's let's um, let them try and do something yeah it's how they deal with it i agree i agree with you it's how they deal with that isn't it it's going to be interesting but they've not put a foot wrong with it it's not going to be like oh and he's gone back to his own planet it's not going to be that kind of thing <laughs> well, so it's a random style. it's a random asian guy it's not it's like it's not going to be just some fucking dude it, like they'll give it they'll give it pathos that they know that yeah. the black black panther mantle means something both in the fictional world of the MCU and ours. Like, I, don't, I don't think he, they're going to fuck this up. They've still got Ryan Coogler. Like, that dude gets it. I think yeah. the first 20 minutes, half an hour of it, are going to be fully um, about that. About, mm. about Chadwick Boseman's. Then, then you've got, look at ev- then you've got Martin Freeman logo, taking on t- the Black Panther <laughs> uh, mantle, and everybody will be fine with it. He's the white wolf. What if they just keep passing the helmet around? Oh, shit. You keep talking, guys. Uh, Just a doorbell ring. Oh, Oh, okay. He's got a delivery. Let's let's see what you can eat, huh? You can't do it now. No, we can't do it. You can never leave. We need to know who is at Tom's Tom's door. So, yeah. um, It's a a bunch of posters, man. Oh. Hey, at least someone's getting posters. I've got a poster next Wednesday. You have? Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that, yeah. I'll, American, I'll throw it up and you can talk. American Werewolf in London. <laughs> exactly. Oh, they come people. up with a really good concept. Um, the so Flory came up with the eyeball thing on the word London. Uh, and then I executed it. Yeah, and then we had three days back and forth about exactly where the eyes should be placed and the kerning. Disagreements about what looks buzz-eyed, what doesn't look buzz-eyed. Uh, and I think this turned out well in the end. To see like the process of like rage pulling hair out <laughs> that right it's a cool poster it's a very good how, poster. how would one purchase this poster? so it on goes on sale internet. on the internet it goes on sale on wednesday so it'll be on vice press exclusive to vice press so vice press are these there's a regular edition of 225 variant edition of 175 and then an editions a2 variant both 24 by th- all 24 by 36 Apart from the editions, which is A2, 6 p.m. Vice Press. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, um, that's why we have James, guys. That's why we have James. <clears throat> Super organized. Yeah, me, my posters. So I think that's I everything. Is that everything? That's everything yeah. from us here. Should we wait for Tom to get back so he can say wait bye? Wait for Tom to get back. We'll wait for Tom to get back. Please do. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Oh, oh what's, what's an, what's an addendum? The wind cork says that, that her name is Love. I mean, it's 
wasn't budget. Yeah. Yeah. Because he called it lo- my love the whole way through the fucking thing, and I'm like, oh my god, they've done. It's sort of like this cheese, but like it fits perfectly somehow. How good was that? Hey, you know what else was? Vision. What was that all about? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, you're yes. born of eternity. Maybe it comes with a few sort of perks. Perks, yeah. God, you know what else I like that we haven't talked about? Just as like I don't care if anyone's watching anymore. That Stranger Things is all right, hey. Oh, good show, yeah. Nice. Eddie on the uh, Eddie on top of the fucking van. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, Dude. absolutely smashing it. All these Gen nice. Z kids finding about this new band. <laughs> 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 I thought they were a t-shirt brand. Mate, when um, Max's arms started snapping, I was like, oh shit. Well, yeah, they like really did her in. They really went for it, yeah. What do you reckon, dead or no? No. No, I think, I think, and I also don't think um, Eddie's dead. Well, I do think he's dead, but I, I think. So I wouldn't be surprised because it happened and it, it thematically interesting with her brother that she's going to get possessed first because her mind is elsewhere. I think upside so down. She's going to be. So, the, so Wagner or one of them. He'll be in her, he'll be in her to like go after because it would be thematically relevant if. Elle has to destroy her own only friend. But she yeah. really doesn't have, she only has one girlfriend that was kind of like the whole, that sort of, what do you call it, montage of all their memories together, They're which were really big, aren't they? It's like the whole of the town is gone slash. It's gonna be I thought that was a pretty big move because the, the, this show, if anything, doesn't commit to killing anyone or doing anything that sticks. Yeah, so, so far, it's always gone back to the status quo at the end of each season and they've just mm. gone, oh, it, it was a fire. It was yeah. a, an electrical fire. Yeah. <laughs> this cover time, it up. I know that a portal to hell has opened up and uh, everything's gone black and white. and. So oh, what I've got to stop saying so sorry. Um, they have said so, there's going to be a time jump though, haven't they? So it has to because those kids are 48 years old now. <laughs> yeah, Will is like, hi everybody. <laughs> just put he's a... just out there like he's out there like ripping logs apart for the fire, like <laughs> Captain America and Ultron or whatever. With the same haircut though, obviously. Oh, with the bowl cut. Did you see that meme that's going that around with the thumb? View. <laughs> I thought that that I thought that that um, that kid for I don't want to say they're not good actors, but like they're child actors that have grown up on this one show over the past couple of years, right? So some of their deliveries can always like they're not always there. Like you're like ah, no. oh, you don't quite have it. But I thought what that kid's doing with the what literally has to do could be very very important, even on a history of TV level. Like you know you're in love with your best mate and don't quite know how to put it and all this sort of yeah. stuff and and but just the like neck, the neck twinge the different as well though wasn't it so yeah back, that stuff the different back. versions of like love and like all this and how that works growing up especially in the 80s when you can't just be like yeah maybe like kids can i don't, I don't, I don't i've never had to come out to my friends <laughs> so i don't have to um i don't really have experience but i assume it's slightly easier now than in 1986 <laughs> if you have to come out at school so uh, that could be very interestingly explored for a young man in that yeah. time period. It's going to be, yeah. I just saw that scene, his his little, like, speech with um, Mike in the back of the van when fucking Mike's just like, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, brother, you're right, man. Brother's like, oh, yeah, it's like, Mike, you're getting, you're getting what he's putting down here, bud? Picking up what he's putting down? <laughs> Mike's an idiot. She's phenomenal, though, the, the girl that plays Max, the lady yeah, that plays Max's girl, that is woman, sink. woman. Sadie Singh, yeah, she's great in Fear Street as well. Thought she was brilliant. I was, gonna, I was gonna say, they're that, all too. really good. 
fat English guy that plays Eddie. He's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. English did... people are really good at doing American voices, aren't they? Yeah. He wasn't they just need us. Guard. We need Australians, yeah. and, they need, uh, and they need English. That's, that's what's happening. We're just pull, pulling over the Australian actors. Oh, and how do you guys feel about the end of Ramsey Street, eh? Yeah, that's coming up. I haven't watched yeah. it in 20 years. Nobody's 38 years. Here. Nobody's watched it here in... No, no one watches it here either. It's not even on, like, not the main either. channel that it used to be. Vince Kiley was on it when it was first on. That's when it was, like, big. Because it was in it's the wake back. of... It was in the wake of Crocodile Dundee, and over here we were <laughs> in the 80s and 90s. We were just like, Australia! You get neighbours over there, Tom? Uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee, though, surely everybody knows that. We went yeah, yeah, yeah. Home and Away was the one that was in our house. We were a Home and Away household. Oh, yeah, Caitlin. That's a big choice to make. There was that one, The Tribe. Oh, Hemsey was, Hemsey was off Home, home and Away. For that program, The Tribe, about the kids. That was Australian, wasn't it? Round the Twist as round well. Twist we had Round the Twist. That and was then great. obviously the best Terrifying. one was Heartbreak High. That was a good... Uh... Yeah. With the now the uh, current bad guy du jour, uh, old mate. With his busted. Went through a windscreen, became a baddie. I've, I have realized Australia, you've done nothing else. You're well, useless. the block. We watched the block. Um, I was saying to Nat the other day, we've completely become desensitized to if if to Australian accents now. Australian accents are just as normal as an English accent. I think we're talking to you too much, Florian is watching. Australian roughly go up at the end. Don't 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 you when you're talking? Like, yeah, I asked no. a question. Yeah, yeah no. no. Have Have you experienced much? Yeah, nah, nah, yeah, yeah. Do we know what it is? I hear that every time because this is all foreign yeah. languages for me, so I can totally hear it. Uh, and I, uh, I guess we're a Yorkshire type voice, which is different. Yeah. We're, yeah, we've, we're, I think for where we live, man, we're kind of, we don't really have grass, strong accents. Martha the other day said, Bath. Like, Bluey. who are you, child? <laughs> <laughs> But but we say bye. So, that's that's right. Pretty, right. I think yeah. this is a fair point to wrap it up because we're just <laughs> waffling now about accents. She says she says she'll give it a red hot go all the time. That's so Australian. It's outrageous. I'll give it a red hot go. <laughs> that is outrageous. That's that's the best thing. Ever. Right, let's wrap it up. So this is episode seventeen. We'll be back. Uh, this floor. I think you're going to try and this sling. was sixteen. This was sixteen. I think you're going to try and sling this up on Friday. So this should go up on the eighth of July, and we'll be back next Thursday, okay. which is next Thursday the of July. So we'll be back with episode seventeen in a few days. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Peace. Peace out.